Ball Talk Daily Episode 50. This episode is brought to you by StackWap.com. Uh, yeah, let's get into it. Um, okay, so we've been off for about a year on Ball Talk Daily, almost a year. Uh, just been running the the show Blunt Talk with LT for a while. Ball Talk Daily is gonna be back full time every day, Monday through Friday. We back Ball Talk Daily. Okay, so the first topic. I'm discussing today is, well, the main topic of discussion, LeBron versus Zion. So the the Lakers played the Pelicans last night. The Lakers won, was it 118-109 or some bullshit like that? I can't remember the score. Um, That's so trash of me. Okay, I'm not going to bring back the return, not even getting all the facts right. So let me just pull up the score to confirm that's what it was. Um, Yeah, 118-109. Um. LeBron had 40 points. Zion had 29 points. Zion was 8 of 18 from the floor. Um, a lot of free throws. Didn't have He didn't really have a great game offensively. Scored a couple of difficult buckets over Anthony Davis. My main takeaway from that game was LeBron wanted to show that he's still the main box office attraction in the NBA because as good as Zion was and as high-flying as his dunks were and everything, LeBron had the dunk-ons. He dunked on... Uh, Drew Holiday hard, and he also dunked on. Um, see, that's the thing. The Drew Holiday uh, dunk on they they don't show that much, but he did a nice quick move in the po- uh, in the post, spun around him, hooked him with his arm. He came to try to block uh, LeBron's dunk. LeBron just raised over him, dunked on him cleanly. They're not showing that enough in the highlight packages. They're more focused on his dunk on of Josh Hart. He dunked on Josh Hart. Jumped from pretty far on the fast break or whatever. It got pretty high, but it wasn't the... For me, it was great. It was a good dunk on and everything, but that other dunk was, uh, I feel like, more emphatic. LeBron had a bunch of dunks. A bunch of good dunks in that game. Just trying to show, you know, it's like as high-flying as Zion is and as exciting as Zion is, LeBron's the person that's going to drop 40 points. And, you know, he's going to lead his team in assists and lead the league in assists. And he's going to facilitate all the play, all the plays on the floor. He just shows that it's just there's levels to this shit. Zion will have to work up to where LeBron is. LeBron showed that the handles package was different. Um, you know, it's just it's a different type of game. Zion's not as up and up and down the floor as you know LeBron is. Even at LeBron's age, LeBron Zion is a big guy. When you see LeBron next to Zion, it's like yeah, like that's what I wanted to see the most. Like because. That's like the body comparison they like to bring up. They more of like LeBron in his heat days opposed to Zion. But even LeBron like right now is still uh pretty big pause. Um like he's taller than Zion, more cut, more defined. Zion has that baby weight, but Zion still has that strength. We didn't get to see LeBron or Zion really like get to get in the post and, and get physical with each other because Zion was being guarded by Anthony Davis most times. But there was a play where Zion was trying to drive to the rim and LeBron kind of muscled the ball out of him and he kind of forced a turnover. Um, that's, That was just what the, the match I was looking for the most, just to try to see a strength comparison because we all know LeBron is, you know, was one of the strongest players in the, in the NBA for a while. He was kind of the first person to kind of facilitate the whole getting bigger and working on your body for like the superstars because for the longest time the superstar player was more of the slender type build the kobe bryant build the Allen iverson the tracy mcgrady the vince carter in his prime they were all like that slender build following like the jordan 
type of model of, you know, what an NBA player should be. Then LeBron came. And LeBron kind of changed the the body structure of an NBA player and the whole mentality of, you know, treating your body and making sure that you're getting the you're optimizing your body and not just working on the the game because the people that follow in the footsteps of the the Michael Jordans, the Kobe Bryants, rest in peace Kobe Bryant, you know, uh the more of the skill fundamental type of thing, like Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan worked on their body ridiculously, but they didn't stress that. They didn't talk about how much they worked on their body. They just worked out hard, and people just thought it was just their game. But, of course, they were strengthening their body because when you look at the uh, the, the career of Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, they were barely injured. Kobe got injuries, but Kobe was tough. Kobe broke fingers. Kobe had wrist injuries, leg injuries. Kobe played through all his shit. Very tough player. Jordan was, uh, I feel like, more physically imposing a little stronger than Kobe physically. Um, but LeBron took it to the next level. LeBron's like, okay, I'm not going to just... Because the people like Kawhi Leonard and like the Kevin Durant of the world, I feel like they more focused on the skill and getting their game more complete opposed to working on their body. You see people like the, the new age of players. Uh, I feel like the, one of the first people to kind of follow the wing of like a LeBron type of player was like Giannis. Giannis came into the league skinny like Kevin Durant, and he just bulked up, worked on his body, focused on that. Yeah, he focused on his game the same way LeBron did, but he made sure he stressed working on his body. You don't see Giannis Antetokounmpo injured as much as you see uh, someone like uh, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis was, like, injured for a couple of plays in the last game. And it's always some little, oh, my elbow or my wrist or something like that. Of, of course, I'm a Lakers fan. I'm a Lakers supporter. I want the Lakers to win the chip mainly because I'm a LeBron fan, but the the whole Anthony Davis factor of always being injured is is it to me it's, it's very annoying. It seems like he's always rattled or injured or something or nicked up or bruised up or something. It's like you have to be a little more tough than that. You can't be so injury prone. It's like like the new age of players. I feel like the new era is like, you know, if you're a, if you're a wing player, uh, shooting guard, small forward, you see like the Jalen Browns of the world working on their body, and like you you just see the players taking a more like LeBron has such an influence on the game where players nowadays are more physically like I feel like there's not as many skinny skinny stick basketball players as there were back then. I feel like back then there was a lot of skinny, flimsy basketball players. Yeah, there were some strong guys that, you know, beat up on each other in the post, but there was some skinny players. Nowadays, it's like if you're skinny and you're thin, that's looked at as bad. Like, you got to put on some weight. You got to be thick. You got to have the NBA size. So, I feel like it's a little different. I feel like that the, the, the LeBron James influence, of course, with the Steph Curry influence from shooting from range. Because Steph Curry definitely influenced the game, but it's not like it just came with Steph Curry alone influencing the game. People like Kevin Durant being seven feet, seven foot tall, being able to shoot from distance also influenced a lot of bigger guys to basically be forced to shoot. The same way Dirk kind of stretched the field or stretched the floor, Kevin Durant was like Dirk on steroids because Dirk was like a true power forward. He didn't have the mobility and the dexterity of a Kevin Durant who can dribble and handle the ball like a point guard and cross you up and he's seven foot tall and he's able to shoot from perimeter 
it's just for me it's just funny how the game i feel like the game has taken a complete shift where it's like yeah skills are very important very important they'll always be paramount the way it was in the 2000s and the 90s or whatever but taking care of your body and being able to shoot the three is pretty much the new wave of the nba being up and down the court fast pace not all teams play at fast pace, but you got to be able to get up and down the court. You got to be able to run in the modern NBA. You got to be able to be good in transition. Transition is very important in the modern NBA. In the 90s and 80s, you didn't see them. Well, the 80s, they got up and down the court. But the 90s, you've seen it's more of a slower game. It wasn't as much up and down, I feel. 2000s got up and down a little bit more. I feel like nowadays, it's like definitely an up and down game. A lot of pace and space. A lot of, you know quick threes and rebounds so if you're going to be focusing on your skills and developing your skills the way the new era of basketball goes like someone like zion williamson has to continually look at the lebrons and the Giannis's of the world and you know work on his body make sure he doesn't sustain injuries like anthony davis and even luca luca has early injuries too because luca's a very skilled player he's been playing professional for a long time uh, Euro League MVP and you know champion and all that before he was even like a, a like an adult. You know what I mean? Like Luca was always skilled and talented, but you got to work on your body too because you want to be able to be healthy. Yeah, it's pretty much it. I don't even remember the point of this whole this whole episode, but we back ball talk daily. Just uh. Ball Talk Daily, if anybody's new to the show and you don't know what the show is about, this is pretty much just daily ball talk and the ba- the, the daily conversations that people have uh, regarding basketball, not just the mainstream forced conversations where they just forced, uh, they force a stupid debate that nobody really cares about because they feel like that's the most mainstream, most click-worthy topic. We're having real NBA conversations that the average working people actually speak about the people that you wake up and you go to work early in the morning and you have conversations on your break or to let the day go by these are the conversations and the the subject matter that people are generally discussing and that's what i you know bring to ball talk daily because at the end of the day we want to talk about what people are really talking about and you know what's actually surrounding the basketball hemisphere of discussion not you know, once I once again, I said, you know, not that that BS you hear on TV where they're constantly forcing the same debate where they really don't care. They just feel like, you know, it's just a easy, reliable, clickbaity way to get people riled up and angry about things. So we don't do that over here on um, Ball Talk Daily, episode 50. We back here. Yeah.